Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 71, verses 1 through 6. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and cruel. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Upon you I have leaned from my birth. It was you who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. Second Chronicles chapter 35, verses 20 through 27. After all this, when Josiah had set the temple in order, King Necho of Egypt went up to fight at Carchemish on the Euphrates. And Josiah went out against him. But Necho sent envoys to him, saying, What have I done to done with you, king of Judah? I am not coming against you today, but against the house with which I am at war. And God has commanded me to hurry. Cease opposing God who is with me, so that he will not destroy you. But Josiah would not turn away from him, but disguised himself in order to fight with him. He did not listen to the words of Necho from the mouth of God, but joined the battle on the plain of Megiddo. The archers shot King Josiah, and the king said to his servants, Take me away, for I am badly wounded. So his servants took him out of the chariot and carried him in his second chariot and brought him to Jerusalem. There he died and was buried in the tombs of his ancestors. All Judah and Jerusalem mourned for Josiah. Jeremiah also uttered a lament for Josiah, and all the singing men and singing women have spoken of Josiah in their laments to this day. They made these a custom in Israel. They are recorded in the laments. Now the rest of the acts of Josiah and his faithful deeds in accordance with what is written in the law of the Lord and his acts, first and last, are written in the books of the kings of Israel and Judah. Acts 19 verses 1 through 10. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the interior regions and came to Ephesus, where he found some disciples. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They replied, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then he said, Into what then were you baptized? They answered, Into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with a baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Altogether, there were about twelve of them. He entered the synagogue, and for three months spoke out boldly, and argued persuasively about the kingdom of God. When some stubbornly refused to believe and spoke evil of the way before the congregation, he left them, 
taking the disciples with him and argued daily in the lecture hall of Tyrannus. This continued for two years, so that all the residents of Asia, both Jews and Greeks, heard the word of the Lord. Yesterday and several days preceding it, news uh, carried stories of the extreme cold in the Midwest, the polar vortex, which is a natural phenomenon that um, basically describes this cold air that sits over um, the, the North Pole and every so often it gets knocked off kilter and that cold air gets released. And so we've had um, temperatures in the negative 20s, 30s, 40s, I think maybe even 50s in the Chicago area and Wisconsin, Michigan. And then uh, in Antarctica, the South Pole, the largest continent down there that's basically always frozen, it was as cold in Chicago as it was in Antarctica. And um, I remember being told when I was in the military um, by a small number, but more than one uh, conservative Christians that, you know, this was a generation that the end of the world would come and be preceded by earthquakes and fire and all this stuff. And it's tempting to think um, that this really is like the end. Um, and we have a lot of good reason to think that. But um, in another section of scripture we didn't read today. Um, it's reminded that only God knows when that day will come, and it's no coincidence that probably every single generation before us thought this is the end. Um, but I think our call is to continue to um, love one another, love God, and love creation as, uh, to the best of our abilities, uh, to remember that, um, that we are siblings with the world, that in fact the world was created before us, and we are the youngest in the family of the uh, creations of God. Um, so this isn't really based on the reading today, but the cold snap um, in a couple of days will be followed by uh, temperatures, at least um, uh, in Maryland where, where we're at, um, followed by temperatures in the 50s within a couple of days. Um, that is startling, um, and I don't know what to make of it. But I think that, um, that that shouldn't distract us from the work that we have always done, whether that's in the military and protecting um, uh, our nation or our national policies, or if that's as Christians and performing the works of mercy. Um, that that fundamentally doesn't change. We are to continue to do things as though the world will go on for as long as we know, um, and to leave the rest in the hands of God. for the conservation of natural resources from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, in giving us dominion over things on earth, you made us fellow workers in your creation. Give us wisdom and reverence so to use the resources of nature that no one may suffer from our abuse of them, and that generations yet to come may continue to praise you for your bounty. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.